to another episode of Fill Your Soul. My name's Paige. I'm Kira. And I'm Shan. And we are super excited. We had a little break. We actually all met up and were in South Africa. And we had this lofty goal of recording like five episodes and ended up doing none of them. Um, but we are back. Uh, it's a good sign. We were actually living in the moment and traveling and safaris and all of that. So now we're back. Um, and this episode is on remote work, uh, which is how we were able to be in South Africa and travel. So we are really, really grateful and want to share um, our experience of finding remote work. Uh, and we took some time to compile websites and companies that are actively hiring. Uh, and then we have been talking about our experiences and want to share that all with you of advice that we have um, from going through the process of finding remote work. Uh, and we know remote work is really here to stay uh, and we are becoming more fixated on flexibility and being able to create the lifestyle that we all crave and want um, and the lifestyle that works best for us. Uh, and remote work has really been a part of that. Uh, with that, it's not for everyone, uh, but it's definitely possible to find. And we want to use this episode to help anyone who wants to and is ready for this lifestyle find remote work. Um, and companies have options of uh, hiring people, which is like remote or hybrid, and us employees do as well. Um, so when finding jobs, you have that option. Um, and if this is something that interests you, this episode is for you. Yeah, I'm so excited for this episode. I feel like a lot of people are always like, how are you traveling? Like, what's going on? It's very confusing. Um, and remote is the answer. Um, but I think it's really important to know that remote work is like a very new concept. And I feel really blessed to be able to work remote and travel and kind of do as I please. Um, and a lot of people too, a lot of people older, like, how do you do that? I feel like I'm doing it the wrong way. And like, I think it's like a really big privilege that our generation gets to have remote work and we get to work from our laptops and anywhere. So I think it's kind of important to add that little note in before we get into it. Yeah, go Gen Z. I'm honestly so grateful of the opportunities that we have all had the past few years since graduating college that like Shan said, really weren't the norm or even possible in um, when our parents were growing up and stuff. And something that's super cool about remote work is it's so powerful. You don't have to work remote and spend your time traveling. Some people can begin working remote just for the convenience of working from home. You can save two, three hours on a commute, depending how far you would drive every day. Spend more time with your family. Just kind of spend more time doing other stuff that you like around the core work hours as well. And then if one day you decide that you want to start traveling, you also have that opportunity. But one thing that I would definitely say is when applying for a remote job, make sure that you understand the company's meeting up remote. Because some companies post remote positions, hybrid positions, but they really mean just within the U.S. or just within the direct state that your headquarters is in. And I actually had um, experience with this where a company I was working for, I couldn't be out of country and I didn't know that at the beginning. So it kind of altered my plans as well. But that's just something to definitely note in your application process. Yeah, I think that's a really good point to know what the definition of remote work is. And I think sometimes too, um, remote work gets way over glamorized on social media. No one is posting really their like meetings or their calls or just showing like their beach days. Um, and I think you have to 
realize if remote works like important and good for you and because it takes discipline and other traits and like you might want to just travel but maybe you work best and it's best for your career and it's best for your growth if you're like surrounded by colleagues and you go into the office and have those social hours because sometimes like you're not always traveling when you're working remote and sometimes you're in like a small little desk in your room working for eight or nine hours and it's like sometimes we need those growth and like those learning opportunities with colleagues and like in an office space so I think it's important if you want to travel to see if travel and remote work kind of coincide with each other yeah and honestly too aside from just the perks from remote work there is some aspects that are negative like Shan was saying some days you're working just in a little bedroom for hours and whatever you type of rental area you got or from a cafe or anything but little issues such as tech and wi-fi arise depending on the country you're in I know we've had experiences where we were in certain countries and the wi-fi wasn't as strong or it would randomly cut out and you have a meeting and you have work to do that you need to kind of come around but I know personally when I work remote from home I kind of that stress level kind of goes away when you know that you're kind of in your home state, like, you know, where, or wherever your home area is, that there's definitely different stresses abroad and extra pressure that we don't think of in the beginning until we're put in that position. And I think too, that as you go, the more you travel, the more comfortable you are, and the more you kind of figure out the best way to deal with these different scenarios. Like I know when we were just in Africa, we all were making sure that we had cell plans and everything just in case the Wi-Fi ever went out. We could hotspot if needed and just kind of being proactive in that type of way is super important. Yeah. And it gets easier as you go, um, but every place that you go is different. So in the US and in Canada, we're like blessed with very amazing like networks and Wi-Fi. So you feel really comfortable working from a cafe and you can kind of log on last minute whereas if you're in like a third world country or somewhere else they might not have the same um wi-fi as we do so you just have to be mindful of that and just plan accordingly or make sure you're situated near a co-work spot if your wi-fi goes down or something like that um but breaking down like what it takes to like become a digital nomad we thought a lot about like the different traits that go into it besides just what everyone thinks of is taking your laptop and plopping yourself down and working. Like there's a lot more that goes into it uh, and it's not for everyone. So as much as we want this episode and this podcast to be like a motivator to go work remote and to travel in the digital nomad life, we also want to make sure we're not putting anyone into like a situation they're not ready for. Or it's not something that's like natural to them. Uh, so it's, I think about it like bravery because a lot of people who doesn't want to go travel, I mean, there's some, but most people do. So it's being brave enough to go actually do what you've been craving and putting yourself in a position where you're able to. Um, and that's just discipline. Uh, so you're going to have a ton of distractions. Uh, you might be going to like vacation spots and have a lot of offers of surfing and sunset dinners and just knowing the balance that you can handle uh, and then having the discipline to focus on your work and making sure you have that balance. Um, most people like envision digital nomads as like you're on a beach and you have a drink and it's not always that. And you don't really see the behind the scenes of what it all is. Uh, so just educating yourself on that before you head off and making sure you can focus in all environments you put yourself into. Um, and then just perseverance. Like it's hard. Like as you have your 
40 hour work week that you're doing, plus everything is new. You're putting yourself in an environment where you might not know anyone. You don't know where to work from. You don't know the area. So you're learning something brand new. Uh, so you have to be passionate about why you're working at this job and why you're working remote enough to be able to stick through on your goal when it gets tough and like difficulties come up. And then also like you're walking a path that nobody else really is. It's not the norm in society. Uh, so confidence ties in that like you need to fully trust your choices because it's not like you can call home to a group of people who like are going to fully, fully support you. Like it's a atypical path um, that you need like confidence and passion. So think about that. Like when going into remote work, if it's like fully for you and you're like fully invested, um, even when it gets really hard and you have challenges come up with life and with work when you're in somewhere new. Yeah. Also to piggyback off the discipline part, I think a huge thing too is when you are traveling, a lot of times you're going to be traveling to a different time zone and that makes discipline that much harder. Like we were, well, they still are in South Africa. So the hours are kind of flopped and we were working 4 PM to around midnight would be our nine to five, which was so amazing spending every day at the beach and such. But then you realize you're missing out on some of the sunset events, the dinners, the nightlife that you would otherwise be doing working the opposite schedule. So that's just kind of another example of when discipline comes in super strong when you're remote as well, I think. Yeah, working remote, it's possible for any position pretty much. There are a few um, that may not be possible, but it's really as long as you're comfortable and confident in your own ability and that you know you're going to be productive. My first year or so that I was traveling, um, I didn't spend the whole entire time working and then I actually got a new job opportunity to be a financial analyst. And when I started that career, I kind of knew that I needed to be in one spot for a while because I had a lot of learning to do. I needed to be like top focus all the time. And I just felt like it was easier for me to do it from home, not traveling with less distractions. So for like a decent amount of time this year, I've spent um, at home getting comfortable in my career just because you have to kind of know what's best for you. And even so, if you are traveling, make sure you're aware of the setting that you like to work in and book accordingly. So if you dislike working in cafes or co-working spots and you kind of just like a secluded little area, make sure that you're booking a home space where you have maybe a separate office or a room that's feasible to work in or vice versa for someone who likes going places. Check out the surrounding areas of where you're working. Is there cafes that are open late depending on the time zone you're in? Um, is there co-working spots you can go to if you want to switch it up like that? But just make sure that wherever you are, you have an adequate work area for yourself. Yeah, I think that's a good point because we all have different work environments that we like thrive in. And it's important to know like what works best for you, especially when you're remote. But I think we also need to get into the applying process, which is really fun. Um, one thing I really want to know is that People have remote jobs, but I feel like no one talks about how difficult the applying process is and how many no's you get, and you probably will get ghosted a lot, but it's a really big process because it's super competitive. I feel like everyone wants to work remote and everyone wants to travel or have the flexibility, so it's not going to be a short process, maybe if you're lucky. It's going to take a while, but you need to be patient because a job you really want, it's going to take time. So... Um, one thing is I found I've recently started 
I was in this process not too long ago. And now you're not just submitting your resumes. There's a big application process. You're asking a bunch of questions. Sometimes you're doing projects. And I think it's really important to apply with intention. Look at the company. Don't just fire off resumes. Like make sure this job aligns with what your values are. And if you even want to work there, because sometimes you're just going on and just pressing resume after resume and submitting. But like, I remember going on and going on to LinkedIn and there'd be 200 plus resumes submitted after like six hours. So when yeah. the competition's high, I think you really have to like answer quality over quantity. And then that way be really mindful of like a job you really want and taking the time to like learn their values and like what kind of answers they want to the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a quote I like when applying to jobs is, do not spray and pray. So like, don't just blindly apply to companies because they are remote. Like take our advice from the beginning of the conversation. Like, why do you want to work remote? Like it can't just be directly tied to travel. Like it has to have a greater purpose and you have to feel confident in your like qualities and traits that you are ready to work remote. And then secondly, like what company would you want to work at that is remote? So like we don't advise just applying to any company so that you can go travel, like really think about like, what is a list of companies you really want to work for and then prepare your strategy of like how you're going to apply. And then like do research and reach out on LinkedIn. Um, We're going to have like a LinkedIn 101 episode because I know we all leverage this platform and like have applied to jobs on there and post on there. Uh, So that's a really powerful network for remote work in particular, because like years past when our parents went it's like there's a new york community and a toronto community and boston community that's really strong for like businesses in person but with remote like linkedin has become this like online network so leverage that uh that's one of my suggestions and then research companies like shan just said like apply with intention uh and then prepare like the questions you're going to ask in interviews like it's as much as an interview for the company and for what you're looking for as it is for yourself and what the company is looking for too. Yeah. And there's definitely some certain key questions that if you're going to be working remote, you want to ask, maybe ask something about our flexibility. If you're going to be working in a different time zone, say you live in California, you're applying for a New York company. Are you able to work different hours or would they like you to adjust their nine to five? Also, when it comes to asking for increased time off or asking for a raise, working remote, you may feel more intimidated to ask this question to your employer once you're hired or even kind of in your interview process, make sure you bring that up as well. Then another thing that's super important is if your company is posted remote, as I kind of mentioned earlier, make sure you ask if there's any places that you can't go. It's better to know ahead of time than to be caught in a sticky situation in the future. And also just double check again, are you able to travel or does their remote definition mean within the United States, within your home state, and you may be required to come into the office or get a very specific definition on their remote posting? Yeah, I think that's a really great point to know what remote means. Um, One thing I tip, I wish I knew way sooner and would have saved me so much more time. Um, I'm from Canada. And I think there's a lot of really cool tech startups, cool tech, like e-commerce, like there's just a lot of cool businesses in the States. So I wouldn't look at the location I was applying to. And I wasted so much time applying to a place that wouldn't even look at my resume because they saw I was Canadian. 
So be very mindful of the location you're applying. And even if you see a company you're really interested, see if they do contract work and see if they hire Canadians or hire someone in a different country, because then you're, they're not even looking at your resume. They see where your location is and you're totally off like the board. So I would say like really do your research and don't waste your time and make sure you're looking at the right location. Um, because I wasted quite a bit of time applying to all these really cool dream job companies, but they were based in the US without realizing. Yeah. Location matters. And I would say the other thing too is like narrowing down your skills and your keywords. So if you're gonna type up a resume or a cover letter, don't make it three pages long. Like instead focus on like, what are these keywords that are gonna make you stand out if you're applying to a job that's completely remote uh, and experiences that you can type up that show you can work and you have experience working remote. Um, or if you haven't, like other traits that you embody already that will help you when you do get this job. Uh, so some that we've used is like asynchronous communication, time management, problem solving, self-motivated, adaptability, creativity. Uh, and then if you're going to go above and beyond, there's a tons of people hiring or tons of people applying to remote work. Like you have to really think outside of the box do what other applicants are not doing. Um, like use those keywords I just mentioned that show you know what it really takes to work remotely before they even tell you what like they are looking for. Um, and then another plug for LinkedIn. Um, your next job is one LinkedIn post away that was said by um, one of my favorite podcasters, Gary uh, Vaynerchuk. And I also suggest connecting with couple different people um, on LinkedIn that I personally follow and have been super motivated and inspired by. Um, and they post a lot of remote tips is Alex Hernandez, who actually we're going to have him on the podcast as a guest uh, next week. Um, Angelo Abarlo, Morgan Luce, and Kristen Vieira. And I can name some others um, and join the LinkedIn group called Remote Workers Worldwide. It is on LinkedIn. It's the number one community for remote workers and digital nomads. So use LinkedIn. And if you don't have one and you're looking for a remote job, I highly suggest making one. It's easier to apply to jobs on there. Yeah, I think LinkedIn is something so important. And I even find myself sometimes scrolling through like my new social media channel and I have page to thank for that. Um, but talking about accepting a job, I think this is really important because after you've done this huge search and you've had all these interviews and you applied to hundreds of jobs, it's important to know that the job is right for you. Um, and some questions I think you should ask yourself is, is, is the company a good culture fit? And since they're remote, do they provide support for you in the moments when you're remote and that you would normally get at an office job? Um, and one I think is super important is, do you feel intimidated by your manager or boss um, in the interview process? Because this is the person you're going to be asking for a raise, time off, and you're only building that rapport through like email. You're not having those like in-person interactions. So it's a, you're not, you want to have a good relationship and make it feel as though someone you're not intimidated by and that someone you can have open communication with. Um, and then make sure that there's growth opportunities in the company and that you're going to move forward with them. And if you're interested and passionate and you, the company mission aligns, like, I think that you also have to think about 
don't accept the first job that comes and think of the job as like your dream job because that's what you've been like spending all this time looking for. I feel like a really good overall takeaway kind of of everything we've been saying is really to just be patient. There's so many remote opportunities and coming with remote opportunities means more competition. And part of that's definitely due to there being more applicants eligible due to different job um, to different jobs due to different locations. Find a way to make yourself noticed. Like Paige said before, don't have a really long resume. Focus in on a few keywords. It's honestly crazy. A lot of companies now too, even like they have kind of an automatic online resume checker where sometimes it's not even an actual person checking the resume at first. It kind of has to go through like a series of qualifications before the computer system sends it on to HR. So definitely make sure you're making yourself stand out, whether it be something aside from a resume connect and reach out on LinkedIn. If you kind of are eyeing a few companies and say, you know, the department you're interested in, go on that LinkedIn page, find the head of that department, find a few other workers, reach out, connect with them just so they kind of have a name and a face. And then if they see your resume pop up, they're like, oh, I recognize them. They connect me with, on, with me on LinkedIn. It kind of just is like a good way to get yourself in there. Those are, those are such great points. It's really just going like above and beyond. Um, and we, the moment you've all been waiting for, we took our time to compile 20 plus like websites that you can actually go to, to find remote work. Like we've sorted through a bunch. Um, and these are our favorites that we recommend. And then 10 plus companies that we pulled from these websites that are actively hiring right now for people to apply and then work remote, uh, fully remote. So I'll just list them really quick. You can take notes, listen back, rewind, whatever you have to do. Uh, but we'll also put this into a doc with what we shared earlier. Uh, so you can go to the link in our Spotify um, or on this episode or on our Instagram bio. We'll put it in our link tree there. Uh, so you guys can have access to this doc. But here are the remote boards. Uh, so to name some, Citizen Remote, Daily Remote, Dynamite Jobs, Find Async, Flex Jobs, Flexa Careers, Grow Remote, Job Together, Just Remote, Auda, Pangean, People First Jobs, Remote.co, Remotive, We Work Remotely, Well Found, which previously was AngelList, if anyone's familiar with that one, and then Underdog.o. Um, and then some other companies hiring right now. So Chances are these companies that I just listed are probably hiring and probably hiring remote as well. So if you're interested in like an HR position or like tech, check out any of those companies. Um, but also some that we pulled from these sites are Deal, Airbnb, Remote Year, Reddit, Shopify, Zendesk, Square, Yelp, HubSpot, and then Postscript, which is where I work. So hit me up if you are interested. We have some open spots. Um but yeah, check these out. I hope this was really helpful. We'll put the document there. And then if you're interested in like startup specific, you can check out Y Combinator, Techstars, 500 startups. And then some other, like I mentioned AngelList and then also Built-in is a really great resource. Um, and then Shan, I know you know some about like contract remote options too. Yeah, I think contract and freelance is a really good opportunity to see if you like remote work. Or if that like that's something in your scope and that you like the flexibility because sometimes it's a lot of discipline and I think especially for like a freelancer to build your own schedule 
Um, but Behance is one, Upwork, Fiverr, and Contra. So maybe check those out and like see if you make a profile and see if it's something fitting in your schedule. Yeah, love those. And then lastly, we'll wrap it up. I hope this was a super helpful, like informative episode. Hopefully it wasn't too dry, <laughs> uh, but we want to hear from you guys as well. So this was like an inclusive of companies that are like hiring remote but there's like thousands of ways that someone can work remotely and not for a company also for yourself or doing an exchange or volunteering and still being able to travel. Um, like we've met people who are traveling doctors, lawyers, psychologists, photographers, creators, data scientists, the list goes on. Um, so yeah, we're interested, like what are ways that you guys are working remotely message us on Instagram. We want to learn about like all the ways you're building this lifestyle for yourself as well. Yeah, and that's a great way to segue into our guest we're having on our next episode, Pei. We met him when we were all traveling in Tulum, Mexico, and he actually is the founder of a co-working community, co-working Tulum. So we're going to hear a little bit about um, his company, the types of people that join the co-working Tulum network. I know when we were all there and we joined co-working Tulum, we met a variety of different professions from people all over the world so that'll be super exciting to kind of learn more about the types of people he's met what everyone's doing and their kind of different ways that they go about their remote life as well yeah pay is awesome so I'm really excited for you all to meet him so he'll be one guest episode that we'll have coming up uh, and then also we have Alex Hernandez who I mentioned earlier he is the founder of job gather and this is like the top platform to apply to remote companies so he'll share all about that as well thanks guys for tuning in we're so excited see you next week